Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is everybody. Hey everybody. Hello. (laughs) Um, For those that don't know everyone, let's just take a moment and introduce yourselves, um, because people might not have seen our faces. Oh, this is true. If they're just listening to the podcast. So if they're watching us now on YouTube, they're seeing our faces. Um, So first up is Leah. Hi. And then we have Amanda. Hi. And Jenny. Hey. Heather. Hi. And Lindsay. Hi. And Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Hello. Lindsay was so excited when we recorded a quick shot earlier this weekend because she's like, I can wave now and people will see me. I always wave. I never say bye. I'm always like. <laughs> anyway. It's that moment. <laughs> um, so on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we're talking about our favorite romances of 2023. Each person was tasked with bringing their top three reads published in 2023. Um, But before we get into that, let's just real quick kind of recap. How was your overall reading year? Personally, I've talked about it a little bit on different episodes, and we talked about it on the episode that's dropping on Christmas Day. Um, I had a meh reading year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine was... I would say bad because usually like most of the reads I have are like four or five star reads this year. It was like, I I had like not hardly any five star reads. Mostly it was three star reads and a shockingly high volume of like, I just got mad halfway through the year and I was like, no stars for anyone. (laughs) No stars for you. (laughs) No stars. No stars for you. Amanda, like how was your episode. reading year? I had a I had a pretty good reading year for like, you know, my my standard like author new releases. Like those were my favorites, but I think I think I've said it before, like the backlist binge saved me this year. Like I don't think I would have read nearly as many books if I hadn't backlist binged some authors. Uh what about you, Rachel? How was your reading year? So I read more books than last year, but I definitely had, like, everyone knows I'm, like, the easiest reader. Like, everything, like, five stars based off vibes, like, super (laughs) easy to get five stars for me. But I I did not have near as many five stars as I usually have. And I I wasn't, like, cranky or anything. So I think, like, similar to Amanda, like, I love like the, my go-to authors and all their new releases. Like those were all like almost five stars for me, but a lot of, like I did a lot of backlist binging, but it was like three or four stars <laughs> on these books. So it like, I wasn't in a funk or anything, but they weren't like, there weren't a ton of five star reads from yeah. like new to me authors. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Heather? How did your year go? Um, I feel like I had a lot more slumps. Um, I kind of felt like I was kind of not powering through books. I would say I had a lot less five star. I'm sort of like Rachel, like easiest writer, you know, like if I like you, I'm going to give you four or five stars, but um, not as many like that stuck out where I was like, oh my God, I love this book. Um, There were a handful, like there were some, but um, it was more, more slumpy than usual. Yeah. 
What about you, Jenny? How was your reading year? Because your year was complicated. I mean, Rachel's year was pretty complicated. And then we have Jenny complications. <laughs> I mean, that's the story of my life, really. Um, yeah, um, I didn't read a whole lot this year. I don't think I even broke 100. I did go back to school, so that influenced things. And I hit the slumps like, man, like this was the year of GNF for me. Like I would start a book. And then whatever that phenomenon is where you read something or hear something and then you see it everywhere, that would happen to me. And mm -hmm. so then it'd be like four or five books in a row. like, And then it would make you grumpy. Yeah. yeah. You were successful when you listened to me, though. I was. And <laughs> it reflects in my top reads. <laughs> um, Leah... So everybody who has listened to the podcast for a while, typically Leah and I will go month to month with our top reads from December till November. And we will be doing that. It'll be a Patreon exclusive episode that will drop New Year's Day. Um, mm -hmm. So, but you'll still get our top three, three of our top threes here. Um, but Leah, how was your reading year? Um, I did a lot of rereads and a lot of backlist reading. And honestly, like it was, so the top 12, it's really hard every year because I'm a psycho, like when it comes to these, but I had a couple months where I only had like a couple books that live rent free. And so it was really, really difficult to fill my, like some of my months. Yeah. And so like this year was, it was up and down. Like I found some great new authors. I read some really terrible new to me authors where I, I read like two or three books, hoping things would get better and they didn't. So I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, so it was kind of a mixed bag. I slumped pretty hard yeah. every couple months and it's it was just it was a lot this year. Heather and I started the year in our dark era. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we tried to go contemporary and then Rachel started going dark. And then mm -hmm. we could not get out of it. So I would like to blame yeah. Heather and Rachel for my sure. abundance of mafia and morally gray characters. Um but did you did you find any new to you authors this year that have become one click authors or automatic reads? I personally know that I did, and again, mm -hmm. they yes. all are authors of the morally gray variety. So Heather, did you find some new authors this year? Yeah. So actually, um, some of my favorite ones would be Marie Johnston. You're welcome. You're welcome. She's amazing. Stage five premiere, this one. girl. Yes. Um, Sarah Bale, she writes Dark mm -hmm. Mafia. Love her. Bonkers. Um, dark Mafia. <laughs> such, Sadie such Kincaid, Bibi uh -huh. Hamill, Jill Ramsauer. So these were all new, like dark. And I'm not sad that I found them at all. Um, it was so funny when we started that Mafia episode, Heather was like, Oh, I read a lot of Mafia romance. And then we started deep diving. And Heather's like, I, I don't. Mm -hmm. um, and There's Rachel, so you, out there. you were kind of new to Mafia. I mean, like you had read some, but you really went for it this year. Uh, yeah. So I read like a lot of the Mafia light, you know, like Sophie Lark's like Brutal Birthright series. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I thought I made that up. Like a lot of... <laughs> Mafia light, and I definitely went like more for like the not so light mafia this year, and a lot. Of, I did a lot of it on audio, which 
like I really love Mafia on audio I guess like that's like it's also like all I've read in the past month is Mafia romance so some of the authors Heather said but then also Michelle Hurd mm -hmm. and also your book um, people yeah and Faith Summers and Zoe Blake mm. oh Zoe Blake we're all like new to me mafia and then actually i hadn't read al jackson until this year and oh, really? same now now i have read all of her books what? so that's a lot like were you an emotional like mess i was i would like do a series at a time and then like take a break because i would be like so emotional and i i did all of them on audio too she's she she has an amazing audio now yeah, she does. Lindsay's reading year. Lindsay, you found new authors, but the majority of what you read was paranormal this year. And I didn't read a lot of those more than twice. So Rowan Hart was one of my favorite. And she mm -hmm. wrote the Vampire Mafia series that I really got oh, into. Yeah, I read all three really of those. That was an Amazon recommendation. So good job, Amazon, on that one. Actually, a lot of the paranormal ones I read this year were like in that vein. Um I also read Rabid by Ivy Asher and Raven Kennedy. I hope I got the last names right. But yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I actually bought that paperback because they did a recovering on it. And it is, so, it's um like a discreet cover, but it is like so bright and glorious. I should have had it like on hand. Um, but then I actually had never listened or read Riley Edwards this year like Leo was really about that earlier this year when I guess you reread Damaged and mm -hmm. then I his deep dive read all of Triple Canopy went back to the beginning read all of her books then I reread all of the books um so like that was a huge chunk of my reading <laughs> well, she's and she's then, got a decent backlist there yeah she has and then also, Natasha again you're Madison, welcome I'd never read her You'd never read, you hadn't read Natasha Madison and Amanda, you hadn't read Natasha. That is correct. Yep. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. And I'm really pleased to finally understand like the freaking Nico inside joke. I was yes. Like, it, oh, can't, yeah. it can't be that That's bad. It. And then it was. And um, yeah, now if you haven't gotten up to speed on that, just go deep. Now you understand why <laughs> it still occurs. Um. <laughs> Hey, real quick, Rachel, Gretchen would like to know all of your audio recs and where you're listening. She's trying to budget and not go broke, um, but basically reading 90% audio in 2024. So we'll probably have to. Yes, I can. I can tell you back here. I can tell Gretchen. Too, I was going to but... say you could message Gretchen, but there <laughs> yeah, is questions about Gretchen your too. how you did so great in audio this year. Um, so Amanda, new to you this year was Natasha Madison. Who, uh, A.L. Jackson? Yeah. How long have you been? I'm. Hanging I know. Around <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I just. I. You know. I get in my. I get in my people because even though like I've read Riley Edwards before, I will still read her every year. So like she's still one of my top authors this year, and she only put out four books, but I read like forty. So, but um. No, I did Natasha Madison, um, A.L. Jackson, uh, Marie Johnston was also new to me this year, uh, mm -hmm. Renna Morgan, Becky. Oh, you're finally. so welcome. Like, and, seriously, I'm going to start to make yeah. it a requirement. If you do not <laughs> yeah. read Renna Morgan, we can no longer be friends. I'm and looking then, at yeah, you, every, Heather. 
<laughs> every person, every person that was like new to me that I loved this year is like pretty much from the podcast. So it was uh -huh. like Amanda Richardson and then oh, Natalie Kenya, uh, Jacinda Wilder, um, Maria Lewis, Ophelia Martinez, mm. like those were all new to me. So, and they were all, I mean, I pretty much got all of them from the podcast. So that's a good list. That's a I good know. list. Um, Jenny, mm -hmm. new to you authors this year. Um, pretty much everyone that you recommended. So <laughs> Britt Benson, uh, Maggie Gates, uh, Amanda Richardson. Which is really funny. And, and we won't spend a lot of time on this, but I recommended that Amanda Richardson book to Amanda and Jenny because it was Primal Kink, which Power Dynamic and Power Play, and it is not something typical that you guys would reach for. Right. And I, read I would never the, pick it up on my own. I read that book and I thought, gosh, if you're one of these people that really want your characters, you don't love instant connection, you really want that deep seated attraction and connection between your characters, this is kink done really well with that. It really is. Um, okay, Leah, give us a couple authors that were new to you this year. Okay, so I found uh, Hadley Finn this year because uh, most everybody that everybody has said that I hadn't read before, I've also read this year. And then Neva Alta, we've discovered this year. She does Mafia, has been delightful. Um, and then I discovered I.A. Dice. Um, she has a couple different series, but the one that I just read was Brothers, but they're good. Like there's some elements of like a couple of the books I didn't love, but I mean, what series are you reading where that doesn't happen? But I've enjoyed like the couple that I read so far. Um, I really embraced the monster romance and the aliens mm -hmm. this year and the door shifters. Um, if you had asked me at the beginning of 2023, how I would feel about space bunnies with pastel colored cum, I would have said, you're ridiculous. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Santa dragons. Um, or Santa or dragons again. Cane penises. <laughs> it was <clears throat> that was so fun this year. But I had had a couple authors that I had read like one book previous, like Sienna Snow. I had read one book previous, getting ready when we had her on readathon in 2021. But I hadn't really dived into her backlist, and now I've read mm -hmm. most of her backlist. I really enjoyed her this year. And then there were authors that I picked up because we were going to signings. Mm -hmm. And that was super helpful um, because I found Dylan Allen. Um, that's Britt Benson, Maggie Gates. So, um, and then I think she had been on my radar, but we really dived into her. She's only got four books out. Leonore Solis. She Ooh. really... And she writes Friends to Lovers and she writes Slower Burns, which we all know are not like my favorite. But what she puts in her stories, I know, I know. <laughs> what she puts in her stories really like I connected to and I really did enjoy those. Um, okay. So that's what we've got for there. I also read a lot of Why Choose, just two authors of Why which Choose. Which is su surprising because you're very usually a hard no on that only lauren blakely I, and emma fox those are the only two well, i choose i read this year but this is the year that i discovered my hard nose or soft nose and it depends on the author who writes them this is true okay so we each are bringing to the table 
three are three top reads of 2023. However, there are people on this podcast currently (laughs) that do book math a little differently than the rest Uh of us. Apparently three equals five or 12 if you're Heather. I (laughs) narrowed it down to five. Oh, you're down to five now? Yeah, but I'm like a go with the flow, like whatever happens. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I'm not well, the friend to put on speakerphone. You know how I many times I'm be prepared. I don't think any of us are the friend you want to put on speakerphone. How about we do three and two honorable mentions? <laughs> if we Look have time. Lizzie changing the rules. There Rachel's no like, my bedtime keep... is at 10. They're merely guidelines. Isn't that what we I'm always tired. say anytime people ask about the rules? They're there are no rules. They're merely guidelines. Rachel's nope. going to fall asleep before this is over. So we got to get her book. We let her go first. We're going to let Rachel night. go first. Rachel, go ahead oh. and give us your top three reads. Um, okay. So I have to go to my text with Heather so I can get this right <laughs> since I picked them earlier. <laughs> Okay, I, I have them pulled up. Okay, go for it. All right, so my top three, I am going to go with Beyond the Thistles by Samantha Young, Reckless by Elsie Silver, and After the Storm by Laura Pavlov. Okay, which one is Reckless in her? Reckless is the fourth book. It's Winter and Theo. So Winter is the sister of Summer from book one. Okay. It is an accidental pregnancy. Like winter was super misunderstood in the other books. And I, I just really loved her and this book. It was my favorite of the series for sure. Okay. Um, and you're a huge Laura Pavlov fan. Like you, I am. I love her. I love her books. Um, after the storm is the fifth and final book in the Cottonwood Cove series. It's single dad, second chance. I loved it. I laughed. I cried. I cried a lot. A lot. The audio was really good. And, and she then, cried a lot. <laughs> I, I cried a lot. I always cry for second chance romances. Like, I think that's why I love them. That's fair. Um, okay. Jenny, what are your top three? Um, What Heals Us by Maggie Gates. Cheese and rice, Jenny. Yes, I know. Pray Tell by Amanda Richardson. And then uh, Letter Late Than Never by Lauren Conley. That was a really good one. Yeah, and those were all new to me authors this year, which is exciting. I it also is. am responsible for two of those three, <laughs> and Penny been... Reed is for the other one. This right? is true. <laughs> you would have been responsible for all three, but I had to change one. Okay, because she we couldn't have an episode without Penny being like right. I had to represent. You did. You did. Um, Amanda, since you're a rule follower, we'll make the rule breakers go last. Um, Amanda, who are your three? Okay, so the first two, nobody's going to be surprised about. Um, the first one is The Taken One by Brittany Shaheen. Um, that was, I think that's my favorite book this year. That's Gray and Tessa's book. Um, and then Theo by Riley Edwards, which was not the one that I thought was going to be my favorite of hers this year, but I just, I can't stop thinking about that book. I love that book so much. Um, I just reread it uh, the other night. For the second time. Um, and then actually Mary Lies by Amanda Richardson. So because that one just that one surprised me because I thought it was going to be pray tell for me. But Mary Lies, like the the mental health rep in that book, 
is fantastic. And I just, I, I love that book so much. That and the curvy heroine. Like, yes. And also Amanda Richardson does such a great job on these tropes that you're qu not quite sure are for you, which is why yeah. I'm really anticipating the willing ward because that's some tropes oh, yeah. that are a little sticky wickets. Yeah. Those you're aren't my favorites. So, but I didn't think I was going to like the voyeur either. And then right? that ended up being my favorite one. So I'm so freaking hot. I'm excited. She does it in such a way that's like the consent for me is a big yes. part. And like that all parties are consenting. Like I never would have thought of it the way she did it. It was, And you yeah. don't feel like either one of them has a huge power dynamic over the other one. Right. Like you feel like it's a, it, it's definitely an even balance kind of relationship. Yes. Which is important. Um, okay. Lindsay, give me three and I will let you have honorable mentions at the end. Okay. So first one, shout out to Gretchen. So we did the um, sports rec episode earlier this summer and she came out with the wreck out of the blue by Catherine Nolan. I read it pretty much immediately. Loved it. It's got suspense elements. It's got sports. She's a female surfer. She's up against corporate America. It's awesome. All the good stuff. Love it. Highly recommend. That was probably my favorite read this year. Um, my second one is Frozen and Ice by Cynthia Eden. I'd never read Cynthia Eden before. Leah and I did an episode for the Patreon about it, and I loved it. I am so excited to keep reading in her series. That was so good. Um, that's also like a little bit, like if you like true crime, you'd probably like that because it's like a little bit of a murder mystery. Um, so good. And then my third one is Anger Bang by Avery Flynn. Like the dinosaur cover, I'm so easy to please. Like give me a dinosaur on a book cover and I'm pretty much going to buy it. Um, I just reread this again this week because Becky was listening to it and I was like, oh, I should listen to it again because I loved it. And it's so funny. Like the, so the rom humor is there. Like they're at this 80s themed uh, reality TV wedding for her sister. Her sister makes her mad and then she like retaliates and now she's anger banging the the best man. And it's just, it's so good. It's like classic Avery Flynn humor. It, it is. Oh. It is classic Avery Flynn. And we had her for book club last weekend and she teased us with the next book in the series. And I cannot wait. I can't either. And I will say like what I found out, like I was randomly perusing Amazon like six months before this book came out. And I was like, tell me about anger bang. Like every time you talk to Avery, I was like, tell me about anger bang. And she's like, Oh, I think you guys will like it. <laughs> so it was very much anticipated. That's the only book I read all year that came out like right when it came out. Yeah. Um, Oh, Susie saying mm -hmm. she is listening to anger bang right now after book club. So good. Um, okay, Leah, give us your top three. Okay, so I have Corrupted Union by Jill Ramsauer. Just they they have a meat cute with a knife in a kitchen, and it's just all things perfect. But there's some there's some good. Just and it's you're just welcome. A really good story. Jill Ramsauer was my accidental mafia find. It was meat and then, cute with a knife is all anyone needs to hear. Seriously, <laughs> okay. But it, there's a lot of depth in the story know, too. And that's what I like. There's just so much depth. And like the heroine is just, she's, there's a lot to her. Um, and then I have Silent Lies by Neva Alta. Because let me tell you people, the hero will scoop eyeballs out if they look at his wife. It's delightful. 
like he will unalive them. You don't actually, he won't unalive them. He will scoop them out and then hand them to them in a cup so they can keep them. So they know that they did him wrong. There's a really funny scene where he's like trying to get a spoon. And she's like, he doesn't need a spoon. Why would he need a spoon? He's not going to actually do that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, he will. Because he scooped an eye out and put it in a cup. And the dude had to carry it out because he looked at his wife. Just read it. It's delightful. And again, there's a lot of depth in these characters that you're not anticipating. But they're amazing. That one had really great because he has hearing loss. He's hard Uh of hearing. And because of being a mob boss, he doesn't use... um, hearing aids because he doesn't want mm-hmm. it to be used against him yeah so nobody really knows so it's on the down low and then she finds out but anyway and then my last one is drake by sawyer bennett because drake mm-hmm. is my delightful asshole he is delightful he is he really is um mm-hmm. okay heather give me three three, three. okay um my made for you by natasha madison so good oh my god so xavier and vivian um but i would be remiss if i did not talk about the star of the book beatrice the dog the dog oh my god you got the the way these two the mental health rep all of the things just it's so well done love them um and then uh reckless memory by Marie Johnston. Mm-hmm. So it is book one in her new Oil Night series. So great. Um, Aggie, it's like a second chance, and Anson, and there's some drunk texting and some shenanigans. Drunk hiring. Not yeah, drunk, drunk hiring. Test- it's just, and very steamy. Marie Johnston can write a steamy scene. Love it, love it, love it. And then my third one, Coming Home for Us by Carrie and Ryan. Um, I have felt like we waited for a hundred years for Elijah and Maddie to mm-hmm. finally get their HEA. And it was just so well done. I love, love, love them. And if you read this book, do yourself a favor and download the extended epilogue. You don't need it, but it will just warm your heart and make you cry. It It is. I think I really struggled trying, if I was going to pick a Wilder Brother book, who's to pick? I think all the ones yeah. we got this year were pretty phenomenal. Actually, she the Wilder outstanding Brothers are just right awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so my top three... Until I Get You by Claire Contreras. I blame Rachel for this one. Um, and do yourself a favor, get the audiobook for it because it is exceptional. It was, you know, I was still in my dark era and it was, it had some darker undertones. It just it was really well done. I really did mm-hmm. enjoy that. Um, and then... I am going to go, because this is an author that we haven't mentioned yet, which I'm shocked, uh, For the Love of Whiskey by Melissa Foster. There was something exceptional about this book. And um, I just loved our hero, Cowboy Whiskey. And um, I read it as a standalone. I didn't read the first book in the series. And I just, it was phenomenal. And the heroine, the care, the care that he Mm -hmm. gave to that heroine was really 
what I keep going back to. Um, he accepted her where she was at and he didn't push. It wasn't aggressive. Um, but it wasn't that he like treated her like she was mush either. Like he let her be forward uh, progressive. And then this is a book and an author that for everybody who was like, I love The Deal by L. Kennedy. That's my start of hockey. That's my favorite new adult hockey romance. I am telling you, you are missing the boat if you are not reading Iced Out by Veronica Eden. That book and this series. I've read Trick Play. I've now read Matching All the Way. I'm going to fight you. Don't even um, talk about that book yet. <laughs> um, Iced Out. We're not by... talking about December Reads. <laughs> We're not talking about December reads. Veronica Eden, Iced Out, was an exceptional. And I'm someone who struggles with new adult. You know, because mm-hmm. it's they're my kids' age. Um, but this book was so well written. And, um, yeah, Easton is, he's swoony. Rachel, have you read that book yet? No. You need I to. I have that. I've barely read any hockey this year other than like Sawyer Bennett. I've read hers and then like Tegan Hunter, but you need I to read Ice like, Down. I don't know. You need to read Ice Down. I need Down. to I it's on my TBR, but I've just been like so solidly in mafia lately that, you know. It's fair. What are you gonna do? Right. Um, <laughs> does anybody have any honorable mentions they would like to bring up? I do. Oh, we all do. My goodness. <laughs> Racing like mutiny. <laughs> okay, Lindsay, start it off. Give us an honorable mention. Um, I'm gonna do three. I'm sorry, I can't help. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I didn't try. Um, folk you didn't try at all. Penny Reed, like folk around and find out by Penny Reed. I was not oh. expecting this book at all, and I was really dreading reading it because, like, I had such high hopes for Hank, and like Hank was delightful. I was so woefully unprepared for how amazing this book was. I just really, it stuck with me. Like, I, I had no idea Hank would be everything that he wound up being, and he was just. I love that whole situation. It was so good. Uh, the next one I'm going to recommend is A Curse of Scales and Flame by Max Walker. So this is like fantasy light. I had to add one paranormal in, okay, guys? Like one. It's like fantasy paranormal, very light. It's built in LA. So it's like, it's dragons. So if you liked Fourth Wing, like it's got the dragons. It's male-male fantasy. Um and it's just really well written. Like it's a really light, very easy read. The pace is really good, but there's still like good romance building. The world building is like just enough to where you understand like how the fantasy creatures are about in the real world. And it's really cool. There's also a basilisk, like the big snake. Um, It's a subway. That's the subway system in LA, which was really cool. Like there's cool little things all in there. So he put a lot of thought into it and a lot of imagination. And I just didn't expect that from Max Walker. Oh, Max. I love he's him. a delightful oh, yeah. We all have major crushes and he's just so great. Rachel, have you I read this one by Max? I know you like. Fantasy terrifies me. It's the same sister. <laughs> like, same. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think my brain can even like handle it. 
this is light fantasy like if you want heavy fantasy like if it's not even close to that it's very light but if you can't handle it it's probably not for you but if you're curious it's a good I have been curious about Max's because I thought it being set in LA might be like a good like intro to fantasy yeah just because like LA is a real place (laughs) and I've been there so I'm like okay well that might be better than jumping in with like some like hardcore fantasy but I do love Max Walker so. yeah I know you stick pretty close to his release schedule I I yeah, would this say one just scared like, me. it's in the vein of like Juliet Cross's Stay as Well series okay do you have a, your third one since apparently you get three extra picks yes and I'm gonna talk about December because I just read this book this week and I am a really, really hard person to please when it's a baseball book. And I'm going to recommend The Third Baseman by Lulu Moore. First of all, if you're going to read this, take Don't off the date <laughs> of opening day for your favorite team because the book actually starts on opening day for the Lions. So it's perfect opening day read. Like, just do that. That's it. It's But it's got a lot of like more technical aspects of baseball, especially on the analytics side. And I was like speaking to my heart, but especially because like some of the projects that the, the female heroine wound up working on are like actual things that go on in sports that don't really get a lot of talked about. So it was really good. I was really pleased. It was second chance. And I usually don't like second chance, but I thought like one, like it's written during the season. So it's a very realistic romance, like for during the season there's forced proximity um it's second chance so i really love like how they address that aspect of it and i really liked his grovel like that was a pretty good grovel so yeah i just read that this week so it's still very fresh okay but still very good thank you amanda for that wreck you're welcome um okay (laughs) heather the rule breaker apparently Mm -hmm. you can have two i have two that's it two i'm asking for uh, the first one, I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention an MM. Like, I feel like I would be letting the whole community down. Um, and I'm going with The Skeptic by Kelly Fox. This is a her book one in her new Lost Boys series. It is set in Sagan, Texas. And it is a preacher and, um, like, his, like, mentor's son. And it is... I was not anticipating this book to be as emotional as it is. It was just so many emotions and working through a lot of feelings and, oh, and the friend group is so amazing and stellar and this community is so great. And then Matching All the Way by Veronica Eden. I just finished that this week. And Cole Kincaid is like the dreamiest green flag of boyfriends I don't, I mean, I am so in love with this man. Like he is, I know he's not real, but I wish he was because he is that phenomenal. There's a really sweet swoony scene where he just drives around while he lets her sleep in the car. And it's fantastic ADHD rep in this book. So good. And like there were moments in this book was I was like, is she writing about my girl child? <laughs> I was like, is she writing me? Like, I think about, like, all the things. Like, she never f- remembers to eat. My husband is always like, hey, how did you not eat today? And I'm like, I don't know. I just forgot. And he's like, how do you forget to eat, Heather? I don't know. Um, And he dirty talks. Yes. Like, so much. Veronica Eden, 
may not put out a ton of books. She had said that to us. Her books are so well written. Her characters are so developed. It is just phenomenal. Just do yourself a favor. It's really well done. Um, Okay, Amanda, you said you had some honorary mentions you needed to talk about. Okay, I'll be quick. Um, Lindsay did did mention one of mine, The Third Baseman, is definitely one of my favorites this year. I love that book. Jupiter Reeves is, like, if if you're gonna, if you're not even interested in baseball, just read it for the tattoo descriptions. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, where he has his tattoos and what they are of, it is, it is fantastic reading. Um, and then also, I did have a Melissa Foster that I wanted to talk about. It was actually Rocked by Love. Mm-hmm. which is Johnny Bad's book. Um, he's a rock star, but he is not a typical rock star. Um, his heroine is um, like, they have a little antagonistic relationship. It's a secret baby um, or who's actually like a, you know, an older kid now that he finds out about. Um, it's kind of, it's close proximity. They have, they have to hide from the press. It is, he is, he is definitely not your typical rock star. He's just, he's so swoony and I love that book so much. I think it can totally be read as a standalone. Um, and then the only other one, oh yeah. Okay. So I have to say another Riley Edwards. It's the one that I thought was going to be my favorite. I mean, which is still, it's right up there would be Fractured, which is mm-hmm. Echo Kent's book. It's the final book in Triple Canopy, which is my favorite series like ever. And all of the Kent siblings are there. Jasper is there. They're all there. Um, so those are mine. I'm sorry. I I can't get through, I can't get through a favorite list without talking about Jasper. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's expected. It's expected at this point. I mean, we literally cornered an author to, to announce that you were. Yeah. And she made me a cup that says that my name is Mrs. Walker. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just saying he belongs to me. like, she not so only Amanda licked him, she you. like tied him up yeah. and he's in her basement. She yep. will cut you. Um, does anyone else have any honorable mentions they absolutely need to talk about? Yeah. Go, go, Rachel. I I won't go through all 20 of my honorable mentions. <laughs> Just make sure you're following Rachel on social media in the coming I days. Posting, I will be posting at some point before the end of the year. My top twenty three of twenty twenty three. At some point, I don't know what day, but it will happen. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> one was the villain by Nana Malone. Um, it's book five in her Gentleman Rogue series. It is romantic suspense, and the hero. You could read it as a standalone, but the hero is definitely seen as a villain for the rest of the like Gentleman Rogues throughout the first four books. So it was a really fun dynamic and I love romantic suspense and Nana Malone's awesome. And then I really love Butcher and Blackbird. And I, this was one of the books that like TikTok did not steer me wrong. Um, I know I'm always hesitant to go after like TikTok darling books that I haven't read, but the audio of this book was fantastic. It's a friends to lovers serial killer romance. They're both serial killers. Joe Arden is the male narrator. He was awesome. It was in duet. It was just, it was really good. That's what everyone says. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny, did you have any honorables? I, think so. I, I stuck to the rules. You stuck to Three. the rules. Um, Leah, did you have any 
I mean, I have them, but it, it's well, we'll okay. save it for our episode. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to mention uh, before we go into our top, the top read of the podcast as voted on by the community. I do want to take a moment and just say that um, I think we read quite a few authors new this year that we featured on the podcast, and we really are going to try to keep going that way, but we do need help from you, the listeners. So if you are coming across an author that we haven't featured yet, um, particularly we are looking for BIPOC rep and um, disability. So um, if you can send us those, we would greatly appreciate it. We have some internal goals that we're going to work on um, this year. So we asked the Buzzing About Romance listening community to nominate books. And the nomination list was like 52. There were like 52 books on the original nomination list. Um, yeah, that was wild. And we whittled it down to the top five. I put those top five um, after everybody voted on the 52, I put the top five over to Patreon and it kind of was a little bit of a tie. Um, but I actually picked the book that we featured on a, um, quick shot of romance, but also was a very top, 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 top read for Jenny and I. Um, and I think it was Rachel. I think it was up there for Rachel yeah. too. Um, it is. I didn't bring it up cause I knew it was, was going to be on here. <laughs> so the top community read of 2023 is Between Never and Forever by Britt Benson. And the thing is, is there is everything in this book that I am critical and grumpy about, right? It's second chance. It's childhood friends. It's a slow burn. Um, it's emotional. And... I do not know what she put in this book if there were like <laughs> drugs on the pages. Well, I mean, there were some drugs. There were drugs but... on the pages. Um, <laughs> this book They did was... not seep through your Kindle, though. This book was amazing, though. For anybody who has not read this book, and the audio is exceptional. So good. The audio is amazing. Um, so this is a must read if you haven't read it. I highly recommend Between Never and Forever by Britt Benson. Um, anyway, does anyone have anything else? Top Reads 2023 they want to talk about? Um, no. Okay. Um, for, I do want to take just a quick minute and say thank you to everyone who has listened and supported the podcast in 2023. Thank you to the amazing contributors to each of you who have given your time and love to this project. Um I would not have a podcast without all of you. Uh, thanks to our tech guy, um, Mike Burrier, for being the voice of reason in the chaos. Um, but also the most guy that the keeps us going. He most what? Most of the time. I said most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes he's just the grumpy guy that hangs out. Um, I am super excited for 2024, and we have lots of fun new things coming. But you can always expect us to be ready to give you wrecks of all of our favorite must-read romances. And I'm already working on that list, you guys. Like, I already got a list going for 2024. Um, I think our TBR for Quick Shots is up to, what, like 50, Amanda? Yeah, it's it's getting up there. It's so. a little out of control. Um, so... 
Thank you, everybody, so much for making Buzzing About Romance such a success. And we'll be back in 2024 with more fun and chaotic shows. So until next time, everyone. (laughs) Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.